everybody welcome to reasonable nonsense podcast we are on episode three today as always this is your unofficial guide to being a functional adult brought to you by two unqualified millennials sharing nonsense with a dash of wisdom so in today's episode we're going to be taking a look at the concept of black tax how does that show up differently for people who are on the African continent versus people who are abroad. We're also going to take a look at some of the random nonsense that we saw on the internet, ranging from Naomi Osaka all the way to Michael B. Jordan. And then in our reasonably profound segment, we're going to talk about, you know, soldier love and um, how that how he actually compares to Chadwick Boseman. And then finally, we'll end off with our reason or nonsense segment, which we all love. Alrighty, so joining me today because I obviously have to give him a spot every week on this podcast is <laughs> wow. <laughs> and they say I'm mean. How wow. you doing? Okay. How you doing? What's up, Sharon? <laughs> hey, that was uh, that was a very comprehensive intro, eh? Of course. That's why that's why they pay me the big bucks, okay? <laughs> I I need to check I need to check the payroll again. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Uh thanks thanks for asking. How's been your week? My week has been good. It it kind of went by really fast because on Monday was a public holiday in calendar in Canada. We had family day, so that meant oh, no work on Monday and so it was just kind of like four days of work and then then it's the weekend already. Wait, you had what what do you call that holiday? Family day. Please don't ask me the <laughs> That is. I don't actually that is, know. I'm but not, I just know that it happens the week after Valentine's. Yeah. That is so Canadian. <laughs> that is the most Canadian holiday I've ever heard of. Family day. Like it's the friendliest holiday ever. It is. <laughs> it comes after Valentine's. So maybe uh, it's, them, it's their way of saying, hey, maybe you didn't get a gift for Valentine's, but you always have family. Aww, so, that's could, nice. It, I like that. They should it brand could be it that. that way. They should get you to brand that holiday for them. Now nah, they should pay me. <laughs> pay me. Pay me what I'm worth. <laughs> okay. But yeah, how Black are you? How was your week? Yeah. Uh, fantastic. Yeah, man. It was really great to see the tribe growing. It was really cool. We reached a oh, no. hundred followers on Instagram. So woo! Oh, no. Exactly, man. It was pretty dope. Um, we were actually going to start this episode asking the people to get us to 100. Now we have a new target. So <laughs> I'm always excited for that. I think that's basically it for me. It was just a decent week. I mean, I had a lot of errands to run because family and, you know, my dad will always delegate everything because I'm here. So he will plan things without my consent. And then he'll say, ah, the book. The boys are here. <laughs> As any African parent does. <laughs> it's so it's so invasive, man. You're just it's a so voluntold to do things. <laughs> I'm just like, exactly, man. I'm just like okay. So today, actually this mo- uh last night. Mm-hmm. So he's like, yo, man, I, I need you to jump into town and get something for me. First of all, I don't want to get into town because lockdown and I just don't want to get into town. And mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, did you have plans of getting into town? I was like, uh, no. <laughs> so, I like, so, you know what I like about that? They <laughs> pretend to be polite. They pretend to be considerate. Exactly. Interests. 
<laughs> exactly. So guess what he says? Then he's like, then he's like, ah oh, man, ah uh, oh well. Ish. So if that's that wasn't your plan, well, well, I just have to. Now I just wanted to see if you can, if you can just get these things, these things for me. So he makes it sound like. Uh, <laughs> like it's up for debate but it's like ah, you know my son what can I do I, I'm, I'm quite tired you have to do it for me I was like dad I didn't refuse but thank you for the consideration you know what I want to say though <laughs> so, like that is a yeah. much better approach you know than the one that my mother used to take you know my mother used to do the one where she's like you know if you had gone you know by the time I started talking to you about this you would be back already and you're like Oh, <laughs> that's not actually possible. But you know what? It's okay. <laughs> that's that's so manipulative, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but but uh, you know, it's a it's a tricky time of the month, um, right now because it's not exactly month end and it's not exactly mid month. So mid month, you know, you're almost you're always broke, mm. and then almost month end, you're kind of like craving, uh, to go to you know to get to get your salary. You know, kind of like, you know, you know, like when you, when you want to pee, but you can't find somewhere to pee. And then, <laughs> and then when you're almost home, mm-hmm. uh, and then the, the blood just starts saying, okay, bro, we're about to go now. And that's, that's, that's how it feels like when, when it's like 10 days before payday, you know, you were doing well, fine. It's interesting because here in Canada, we actually get paid bi-weekly. So you get paid every two weeks. No way. And I know my cousin. Really? Yeah, my cousin in New Zealand, she gets paid every week. So it's it's such a different thing because you're like, yeah, every like I don't get paid this Friday. I'm getting paid next Friday. You know, like it's it's That's really interesting, nice. man. It's pretty nice. She gets she gets she gets paid like a footballer <laughs> oh or my, someone from oh the Great Depression. Oh my gosh! Can we just take a moment and talk about footballers' salaries? You know, my roommate was telling me how Messi makes five hundred thousand dollars. I was like, you know, the only thing that I'm asking for is just Messi to forego <laughs> one week of his salary, like one week. Give oh, it yeah. to me; it will change yeah. my life. He, he makes he makes your salary in a day. <laughs> uh, actually, no, that's a lie. In hours. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you'd put me at a pedestal. You're like, yeah, no, and maybe in a day. Then you're like, mm-hmm. you recalculated. Anyways, uh, story for another day. Maybe we might have a sports wages segment one day. <laughs> Seeing as all segments keep growing. Okay, so I guess moving us on. Did you have any feedback from our reasonable tribe this week, Muku? Oh, totally. Totally. Mm-hmm. So we were posting... Uh, clips of uh, of the episode and the first one i think we posted was on our reason or nonsense segment which was uh, french is in the real language which was obviously nonsense uh, but my aunt replied to me in, <laughs> in french right and i'm like <laughs> Girl, where did you learn French? I didn't know that about you. <laughs> did I not go on Google Translate to push like se- <laughs> like seven texts of of conversation with her? Uh, and she's actually pretty fluent, eh? So I actually had to Google wow. like I'm joking, and then I went to uh, ask her when did you learn French, and she was like, yeah, in 2017. And wow. I was like, wow, that's I know, man, I know, which was pretty cool. It was, it was so cool. And that's not the only thing. I don't know if we can count this as feedback, but I think my phone was listening to the podcast as well. And my Twitter <laughs> my Twitter algorithm 
<laughs> showed showed me a video of this lady who was showing people how to pronounce French brands in Yay. in French, right? So everything that you know about French brands is is wrong. is wrong. <laughs> is wrong. Okay? From Christian Dior, all of that is wrong. All of it wow. from Louis Vuitton, all of it is wrong. It's of one that. of those things. It's one of those things, you know, when they say, how old are you when you find this out? And you're like, I was today years old. <laughs> okay. Yes, I was today years old when I found out that Louis Vuitton isn't even pronounced like that. So, and like I said, like you said, actually, last week, I don't want my IQ to drop while I'm trying to pronounce this. So we're just going to insert a, a snippet of that. So, you know, people can can learn. We're a podcast that teaches. <laughs> Yes, we come here to, you know, we want you to learn something new every time you listen to us. Because if you're yeah, laughing, totally. you're learning. Okay. Shout out to VPN gang, man. Um, Rutendo, who was listening from China. She's like, man, I really, I really enjoyed you guys' episode. And, uh, you know, just let us know. Just let us know as soon as you open a Patreon or a buy me a buy me a coffee. I was like, girl, we're only on the third episode. And you want us to start soliciting money from... <laughs> From the hundred follow from hundred Instagram followers and our ninety something Twitter followers, and we're already like, yeah, oh man, it's gonna be crazy. Uh, do you know? Do you know what? I, I I've actually just thought of something. We're talking of a hundred and something followers right now. Maybe like episodes, future episodes. We're gonna reflect on this and be like, oh yeah, we reached. 1000 or whatever so Absolutely. i'm speaking into the life of this podcast yes manifest it speak it yes mm. it shall come to mm. preach my brother we're, you know this is a podcast that, the that, that just lights things up for people you know <laughs> what's the feedback on your end um so one of our listeners pointed out you know when when he shared our podcast he said you know if you have time check out reasonable nonsense and i actually found that to be pretty profound i know you think i overthink things but i was like you know what it's not a joke that people come and listen to us every week like but they're taking oh, time out of their days to come listen to us oh, yeah. like absolutely grateful for all of you that do this like oh for sure absolutely for like, sure it is for sure. Um, it is it is such an honor, really, to be able to have you listen to us. So thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you so much. So I've been learning a lot more about how rankings and ratings work for podcasts. And so one of the things I've learned is that, you know, ratings and reviews actually matter. Who would have thought? You know how you always listen to podcasts and you're like, ah, oh, rate us, review us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you, you, you think they're paid to say that, right? You're like... <laughs> Maybe yeah, the, like, <laughs> it's a contractual us? obligation. No, it's actually so that, you know, your podcast is becomes more visible, you know, and you get more people actually listening to it. Because I feel like when you're putting out something and it's actually valuable, it's nice for other people to get to know about it in organic or non-organic ways. Yeah. And so ratings are the best way to do that. So far on our Apple podcast, we have four or five star ratings, guys. <laughs> wow. Come through reasonable tribe. Wow, wow, wow. I know, okay? right? I know. Super cool. Guys, we would really, really appreciate it if you rate us, you know, give us five star. It'll only take like three seconds. Uh, and if you have another three seconds, 
well actually 30 seconds or 25 you can write a nice review uh, on us if you really enjoyed the podcast it helps us grow and we want other people as well to be part of the tribe don't just keep us as your little as your little secret you know you know it's cool like when you when you find something cool and you're just like i don't want i don't want them to go mainstream you know because they'll change the integrity of the podcast <laughs> so we would really appreciate <laughs> would really appreciate it if you guys went and rated us whether on apple wherever you listen your podcast uh on okay it really does um really does help us uh, grow and i was thinking wouldn't it be cool so this season we've planned to have 12 episodes you know i think that if our reasonable tribe comes through for us muku we should do an additional bonus episode don't you think so i think that's a great idea yeah i can always talk so <laughs> oh wow we want um just just so we're clear where we don't just talk we add yeah. value okay oh yes unofficial yes. guide okay uh, we, to adulting okay? we educate we entertain for. we inform so what i think one more episode if we get a 30 ratings i think it's absolutely fair we will by episode 10 if we have 30 ratings we will do Oh, I'm done with that episode. And you know what? The best we want our listeners to tell us what they Ooh. want us to talk about for that episode. So it yeah. will really be a or, gift. Or you know, you guys can also uh, give us a truth or dare or any challenges that you want us to do. I know for certain. Why are you giving them ideas? Stop! Stop! Oh, stop, okay. talking, stop talking! Stop talking! Well, I... stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> you make it sound like I'm selling my soul here. <laughs> Okay, fine, fine. All right, cool. So, okay. 30, 30 ratings by yeah by by episode ten, and you guys get you know get more content. Yeah, totally. I'm I'm down with that. Okay, so in this week's segment of random nonsense, Muhu, you get to let us know what did you come across on the internet. Uh oh yeah 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 actually at the time of this recording Naomi Osaka has just won uh it's the Australian Open right yeah yeah, yeah. it's the semi finals right it's the semi uh, no, it was the final she won she won the semi she won the semis a couple of oh. days ago yeah so and, and this so, is she just won in the final oh my gosh wow I love her I love her, I love her I love so, her much. so much like like you know you you see her and you're like I want to be that girl's friend man like yeah she seems very approachable you know very yeah. like yeah i get that yeah Absolutely. yeah you know i was gonna shoot my shot but unfortunately she's taken so <laughs> <laughs> i you know my whole thing though is where exactly would you be shooting the shot like where like just dm her like what what a creepy things are you planning for <laughs> <laughs> i have class Okay, I could challenge her. I could challenge her to a tennis match. Okay. Oh my and, god. Yeah. So leave, this leave, is leave actually so yeah. important I, to I actually, talk about. I just, I actually think you've raised a very important point there that I just want to talk about. How people just don't respect female athletes. Uh-huh. Okay. Like coming back to Serena. Like Serena is the greatest. Yeah. You know, athlete of all time. In fact, at the I think it was the semifinals game. Oh, she's know, up there. Her husband uh, wore a shirt that said, you know, greatest female athlete. And then he crossed out the female because, you know, Serena can just Mm. 
it it's not she's not a great athlete because she's female she is a great athlete because she's a great athlete and somebody else was saying on the internet this week that you know like why is it that we can't um let black women be great we you know we've put so much pressure on serena to win another title to beat the record and it's like we're taking away what she has already done she is phenomenal regardless of yeah. whether she ends up winning this extra title like we have yeah. to give her her place and respect her as a that's queen. true yeah. and i really think that that already has that has played a part like wanting that record we forget um the greatness of serena williams like this girl won a grand slam while pregnant come on man put some respect like on wow we would some not, respect. we probably would not even have a naomi today without Serena Facts. because you know so it's so important for you to see yourself right in order for you to believe that you can actually achieve and she was that yep. for so many people yeah ah she's amazing man but yeah back 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 to Naomi Osaka and yes. yeah so I, I found out that she's dating uh, one of these rapper guys Koday I think I'm pronouncing that correctly YBN yeah. Koday yeah part of this triumvirate of uh, you know those little boys with little dreadlocks and who rap and <laughs> wear funny <laughs> troll. No, no, no. You are actually an internet troll. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, but but okay, okay, okay. You know what? Koday is actually pretty dope. He has great music, so I, I'm not even gonna hate. I think he has a Grammy nominee nomination as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's pretty. Dope. And he's dating, and he's dating. Um, you know Naomi Osaka, and guess what? Uh, he left. He left the YBN group. Uh, mm-hmm. so he's no longer with them and <laughs> there was a conversation uh, that was spewing on the internet that hey man this guy looked up Naomi Osaka's net worth <laughs> which was around I think around what 25 million or so mm-hmm. or I think she makes close to like 40 million or something like that and you know he he broke up with this guy so they were saying hey maybe you know he saw her net worth and it was like screw this rap thing man i'm just gonna oh i just i'm just gonna be a house boyfriend <laughs> so. people are trolls people are actual trolls you know like i, I can't like you know it's so i think it's it's interesting that when you date somebody who's more famous than you or you know just kind of more established than you your yeah. choices now get tied to them you are no longer yeah. an independent person who is capable of making his own choice. maybe the boy was just like always going to he knew that he had a timeline of being <laughs> part of this group for this long but now people yeah. are like mm, you aren't here oh, yeah, that's, to be that's a house true. boyfriend yeah that's true I, I was actually reading i think he said something that he didn't know yeah. um, that you played tennis i think so yeah. yeah i mean so it's not about the money but if i was him if I was, if, <laughs> hold on, okay. if I was him, yeah. look, 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 mm-hmm. I am cooking for that lady. I'm giving her foot rubs, okay, head massages. I wow. am doing the most, okay. Wow. If she cheats, if she cheats, I'm apologizing. Why did you go there? Why did you? Ah! No, I'm saying if she Because, <laughs> okay, it's my fault that I'm not the king. That she expects me to be. And she has to look for love elsewhere. So think of it that way. Ladies, are you listening to this man here on this podcast? (laughs) Please. Wow. Wow. Okay. Nah, man. Uh, She's coming back. She's coming back to a meal straight from trading. You know, baby house trading. I made some creme brulee for you. What's up? What?
like I don't think we are I don't think we are worthy of you as a partner. None of us are. <laughs> None of us are I'm gonna say. <laughs> no, but but question question to you though. Like mm. would you if you earned more money than your partner uh, mm-hmm. and the, and you and and your your either boyfriend, fiance or husband says um they're not gonna they don't wanna work anymore mm-hmm. or like pursue a nine to five, are you okay with that? absolutely um i just think that they need to have a passion thing that they're doing so you know whether they want to be a content creator or they want to be some form of entrepreneur like they need to have Uh something that fulfills them that they do right but if they want to raise the kids please by all means go ahead i'm okay bringing the money home i have no problem doing that (laughs) like i'm absolutely okay with it 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 at that rate he might even offer to grow a uterus clearly <laughs> you're a troll i hate you <laughs> i i cool um uh, yeah people had a people had a wonderful people had wonderful relationships um what else did i come across oh yeah man michael hey, this, b jordan yes this, this man is doing the most right this man is doing the most yo 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 so i saw someone saying um you guys see see michael b jordan he rented an aquarium for his boo because she loves she loves tortoises i'm like girl who has money to rent out an aquarium okay for me come it on wasn't man even the aquarium for me it was the shares he got oh yeah i heard that i was just like like God, please bring me men of substance. <laughs> men who show up <laughs> with the substance. Like, I can't tell you how. Come on. I think it was about two or three or four weeks ago. I had like, you know, those comeback guys. You know, the ones who are like, I'm back. I want to come back into your life. But he was actually a trash. Hey, stranger. Hey, stranger. He was a trash human. And so I'm like, no, don't want to talk to you. No, keep like, I'm like n- avoiding his calls and messages. What did the man do? The man sent yeah. donuts to my house. I'm like, ah. <laughs> Not shares, <laughs> donuts. <laughs> well, he didn't even bother buying you Bitcoin. A, he went straight to the he donuts. He couldn't even buy me even a Dodge coin. Not even maybe let's maybe Bitcoin is too expensive. Ever Dodge coin? <laughs> yeah. Look, you can only do these extravagant things if you are if you are look if you're rich. You know, like if I want to match up Michael B. Jordan's money, I'll probably have to like join OnlyFans. <laughs> For like, for like five years. For well, five, oh, the way you, you don't even expect that you'll have a high growth OnlyFans. You're like, uh-uh. probably need a five years. But I'm just saying, OnlyFans is actually very profitable. People are buying houses. Can you man. imagine? That? So I shall not, I shall not be held back by the shackles of morality. <laughs> okay. Um, just so we're clear, in this, we are, as Reasonable Nonsense Podcast, we do not endorse that statement that we can say has made. Yeah, no, 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 I'm just, I'm just kidding. But, but yeah, uh, do, do you, boo-boo, do you. Uh, last one, this was actually big news, eh? Um, so there has been, the NASA uh, sent out a, a, a spaceship rover. I think that's how best I can put it. Um, it's... It's it is such a Zimbabwean name. Guess what it's called? It's called it's called perseverance. 
So for those of you who don't know, in Zimbabwe, parents tend to name kids with the most interesting names. You will have perseverance, promise, trust. I remember I met once a guy, his name was Anywhere. <laughs> like, okay. Oh my God, man. That's not even the worst one. So yeah, it could have been called Prudence. Um, Rude, I, the, I the have a friend called Prudence. <laughs> <laughs> No, but 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 if the spaceship is called is called Prudence, then it's pretty cool. It was a successful trip to Mars. Uh, you know, it landed, sent some really cool postcards. Yeah, it's really it's really cool. I, I don't know. People have so much money, man. They're looking for extraterrestrial life. Uh, but I have a question for you. If you were, like, say, you were to jump onto Percy, and NASA said you can only take one person with you, who are you My going mom? with? Uh uh your mom doesn't count. Cause I know you're gonna. I know you're gonna say your mom. <laughs> God, you love your mom. Oh, I love my mom so much. Um, okay. Um, if you had asked me this, um, last week, I probably would not have known. But yesterday, I had a call with one of my one of my really good friends, um, Zaina. Right. And she's one of those friends where you talk once a year. <laughs> oh, you, talk, you have those quarterly it's friends. The, best i have those friends like we've gone to trevor noah shows together we've done things that are memorable together but like we just don't talk like i actually have to remember something like oh my gosh i wonder how zayna's doing then i message her and we talk so you know as we were talking yesterday and i i just realized that i she's probably one of those people i want to grow old with so i want to take her to mars but yeah because she's always a blast she's always i don't know know about that actually i feel like because i have friends like that and i'm okay with Uh that dynamic right as soon as Uh we spend too much time together like it just doesn't work like i have a friend of mine like i grew up with you know and oh. and I'm okay with him and I not being in the same circle where we meet uh, bi-quarterly and we have drinks and we chill, maybe a couple of sleepovers here and there, and that's it, mm-hmm. okay? We, we keep that, that mystique and we, we just keep it there. I don't want... As soon as you realize that, hey, man, I really don't like this person, just like most people who... Uh, you know, because of lockdown, realize that hey, my wife is pretty cool, you know, and someone realize, hey, man, I don't like this person, so <laughs> mm. I don't, I don't know if I want to find out that. Job. I think the risk is definitely there. I think that risk is definitely there with any friendship, um, and yeah, like it, it, it could, it could definitely go wrong. Where I think that it's been hard personally for um this particular friend of mine is that we've just pursued different career paths we've like we've both been just like going after the things that we want in different places so i feel like though if we were out here on mars what are we really doing on mars like like are we all going after mars? no looking at the we're just moon. there <laughs> yeah we're just there making observations about things so yeah so definitely besides i don't think but I think by the time it's okay for civilization to move there, we'll probably be dead or Jesus will come back. One so. of the two. So for today in Reasonably Profound Stuff, we're going to talk about uh, Soldier Love. Um, you know, he is one of the greatest artists I think that Zimbabwe's ever had. And he passed away this week. And 
And Omuko, you talked about this in your um, other YouTube shows, as you said. So I guess you can give a lot more context. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shameless plug. Uh, for those who want to find out more about Soldier Love, you can check out uh, an episode that we did uh, on uh, Zazise 5. Uh, just search Zazise on YouTube and uh, you can see uh, not too bad looking gentleman um, on one of the thumbnails. And uh, that's what I was talking about. Uh, soldier love okay so he is one of i think it's an understatement to say he's one of the most influential artists in uh, in zimbabwe um in the last in the last five seven years even yeah like he contributed mm -hmm. so much uh to to urban and rural culture some of the um, uh, colloquial in zimbabwe contributed almost half of it uh, that are still in in use today i mean shakespeare who man this guy would come up with words in his sleep and people are still using it um till this day man and he sadly passed on at the age of 31 and he was he was diabetic uh, a story of tragedy really um but yeah if you really want to find out more just check out that particular episode that I wanted to highlight a little bit is because he had type 1 diabetes um, he was constantly sick you know and I think we've had um, performers you know such as Amara uh, Brown who's another big artist in Zimbabwe talking about how you know um, she would maybe see him before a show like she remembers this memory of seeing him before a show and he came on um, he was in a wheelchair when he came out of the car and his whole team wow. was with him. And then he, you know, he immediately got off the wheelchair. He went up and he lit up the stage. And that was how he performed as a black yeah. performer. And I think there's just been so many examples of black performers who go out there, they give their best, but they are yeah. unwell. And we have no clue or inclination into this. And I think that was Chadwick Boseman as well, right? We were all there just saying Wakanda forever, not knowing, you know, um, just how sick or how unwell this um, person is. And I feel like I wanted to get your perspective of this because I don't know. I feel yeah. like the, in the, you know, in the whole, you know, black performers need to do twice as much to get half as much. Um, this, we've built this, culture of showing up in excellence all the time we've normalized showing up in excellence all the time even when you're unwell what are your thoughts on that i'm still astounded to this day man when i saw that chadwick boseman was already struggling with cancer when he was filming all these all these movies man and he gave his absolute he gave his absolute best so like you said you know it really it really shows uh, that people will work extra, extra um, hard and always have to show excellence in these things, even when, you know, the odds really aren't even. Um, so I think there's, there's, there's a conversation that is continuously being had um, about that, about trying to build platforms where more opportunities are given, where... Um, you don't have to, I mean, you still have to work hard to be where you are, but you don't have to overexert yourself and do extra things. I think Viola Davis actually touched on this, that she felt like she doesn't get as much respect as, as she deserves mm. because, you know, she's almost achieved uh, equal, um, you know, within her industry to people like Meryl Streep 
um, and all these other uh, female uh, and male, um, you know, actors and actresses within her, within her scope. So, yeah, man, um, there definitely needs to be uh, more more opportunities that are availed. If not, you know, we create our own. Absolutely, so, yeah. and I think that's the internet is a great way to do that. I also wanted to kind of contrast that with the other side, where you know sometimes people are vulnerable with us on the internet, and they do show us, you know, when they go through some traumatic and sad life sad situations um as celebrities right um right beautiful example of this is john legend and chrissy Teigen. and so last year and around october you know they lost their baby and you know i think they it was raw they showed the raw emotions you know pictures right after um you know the they they had lost the baby but i think it's also important to point out that you know while like there was parts of the world you know where that were completely there with them sharing in their pain we still had trolls we still had trolls who came after um chrissy for example because chrissy's been um she's been pretty much um attacked because she has always been um supporting you know pro-choice and so um some people were trolling her i think there was a twitter that said oh chrissy congrats on the abortion um, oh, Chrissy, I'm sorry for your loss. Guess it's not just a clump of cells. Can you? Wow. wow. Like, like, how do you find, how do you find the energy, man, to even, like, wow. It's the other side of freedom of speech. It, it's, it's yeah. not pretty. It, it's, it's, it's really not. It's really not. And that's, that's wild because you have people who are, are putting themselves out there and then there'll always there'll always be someone you know who would want to be invasive in all of that so that's that has to change that has to change we shall we shall be the change <laughs> the change begins here <laughs> change is now <laughs> today's main topic we will be covering the topic of a black tax so black tax Mugu, have you heard about this it only got i only got the name black tax like knowing what it's called not too long ago actually i think a few years ago if not 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 last year maybe 2019 um i think yeah that's they were like mm-hmm. yeah black tax it's like oh that's what that is. So I, I, I've heard, I've had black text. I, I know what it is. I definitely know what it is. Uh, well, the, the working definition is that this is pressure that black professionals um, feel to share their income with struggling family members, making it difficult for them to build generational wealth. So it's pretty much like a reverse friends and family funnel that you um experience Mm. as a young black person or even older black person just being a black professional black tax when i first heard about it was through born a crime when uh, trevor noah was talking about it in his book um but it's also in the u.s north american context sometimes it describes the racial dimensions that uh, perpetuate these cycles of inequality you know so kind of like what you were talking about a little earlier about the how we don't have access to the same opportunities and even when we do there's just so many systemic barriers in the way and so just kind of ground us here um this is not we won't be focusing too much on this version of black tax for this episode 
we shall talk more about it in yeah. a future episode when we're talking about being black in corporate. So that's when we're really going to talk. What we'll talk about today. Is the African income. vision. Yes, the African version, you know, really. Where <laughs> you feel the pressure to share um, or give back mm. in some in some shape or form. That's the one we're talking about today. You, <laughs> I have a, a little story for okay. you. And I want to get your thoughts. So... This is a story that I found on the internet. It says, my friend, my friend is literally going insane. This thing called black tax is getting him crazy. He can't do anything for himself. He's been complaining to me that he started working in 2017, but he's got nothing to boast of it because he's been compelled to take care of his younger brother financially. He pays his brother's school fees, pays his brother's mm. monthly rent, and also has to take care of his brother's feeding. And monthly too. Every month he's also got to send something home to his parents. <laughs> He's always like, you know, my colleagues at work are doing well for themselves. They've got cars, they're building their own houses, and they're buying land. But I can't. I can't do anything because I've got to take care of my siblings and family. He was like, a friend once called me stingy because I don't spend money on myself. A lot of people might say I should cut off mm. my brother or my family, but I can't because the eldest among us already did that. So the family will literally suffer if I attempt the cutting off stuff. My brother studying abroad won't find it easy at all. So what is the right way to act in this situation? Yo. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Ah, man. Black, black tax, man. I think it's a problem because it's also rooted in in culture there's there's a lot of ubuntuism mm. a lot of um we are family uh, family sticks together and you look out for your own family first so that always seems to translate to um financial assistance mm. you know of some sort and you look at in this particular situation you know this person is referencing how you know, like they have people who have genuine in genuine needs, right? Exactly. And and who who else to do it? Who else to do it? Like we literally have a students students companion of African proverbs and riddles which address taking care mm. of your parents. So <laughs> <laughs> you are not beating that mm. man. You are <laughs> they teach you this from like grade one. A great indoctrinated seven, form one <laughs> indoctrinated man and you even have some other families as well or who who would even quote the bible um to support black tax mm. so that on its own is already a problem <laughs> it's already a problem and i don't know how one can i guess at some point you have to be quote-unquote selfish and say look I need also, I need to live. You need man. to build need to wealth live. and to invest uh, and to save because that's the only way that you actually build a legacy and wealth that you can live behind so that, you know, the next generation doesn't have to go through all the things that you're going through, right? So, like, yep. I get you there. I, I guess my next question is, have you been a beneficiary of black tax? So, because of somebody else's suffering mm. have you could say <laughs> just benefited yeah I, i'm on, i'm on a firing mm. spot here and you haven't even answered my question um yeah man now that you now that you mention it i i have and 
I was actually oblivious to that fact that this person who is paying my school fees, like my brother, has been a very strong mainstay from my high school up to tertiary mm. education, right? I didn't even think of it till I was like, I don't know, 23, 24 there. I was like, hey, wait a minute, man. If it wasn't for this guy, uh, I wouldn't be here. You know, I wouldn't have graduated. I wouldn't have... Um, either money for groceries and and all this thing i always took it as a right because yeah of course he is working at a good mm. company of course he should take mm. care of me who else should he take care of aside from me so there's always that entitlement because of which is embedded in ignorance because you you think yeah we are family what do you mean you don't want to take care of me i've I've never done anything bad to you. I, I used to get very offended. <laughs> like back then, like when I'll be like, yo, man, I'm coming. I'm coming to your house. And it's like, ah, I'm out with the family. Uh, we are out of the country. And I was like, ah, what? What do you mean? You're, <laughs> you're out of the country. <laughs> I'm your priority wow. here. <laughs> I- <laughs> you know, so this, yeah. There was that there was that entitlement. I also want to touch I think you bring up, up a very important piece on entitlement. And I and I also think there's a bigger systemic thing that leads to this entitlement. So I think the fact that some of these African economies are not functioning the way that they should be functioning means that you are you don't have for example you don't really grow up with much of an allowance but like maybe let's say here in canada the u.s you know there's jobs for kids to do right like from the time people are 12 or 13 they're serving ice cream at stores you know they're you know they're handing out newspapers you learn to make your own money and so that that feeling of entitlement you don't kind of goes away a little bit because it's kind of in those values of working are kind of instilled early on in zimbabwe there's our economy, I think, just hasn't allowed, you know, young people to have the opportunities to be gainfully employed and make their own money and start yep. thinking critically about money. It's just so much easier for us to just, you know, feel a lot of entitlement. I know because I felt a lot of entitlement as well. Like, I remember um, even, so I, just going back to the question of being a beneficiary of black tax, 100%, right? There were people who, like, of course, my mother made sacrifices for me to go to school, but there was other people in my family, my uncles, my aunts, who, you know, definitely um, felt the need to chip in and help out, and they did. And I, and I was, of course, grateful, but I also feel like in some ways, I also felt very entitled to their money, right? I was like, yeah, of course, like, yeah. they have it, they should help out. And, and now that I'm on the other <laughs> side, right? Now that I'm working... Yeah. And I can see mm. that sometimes, you know, friends and family, sometimes the approach that they'll have to me is no longer like, you know, just like, how you doing? It's like, how you doing? Can I have some money? And I'm like, oh, okay. Do you know? And it's just hard. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you want to have a conversation and and like with your friends or with your family and just talk to them but then there's like there's like this 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 thing this elephant in the room that's unspoken you just reminded me (laughs) yeah (laughs) you just reminded me of my cousin Mm -hmm. of my cousin so he was like ah man my my my." so he he has a stepbrother who is in a different country and sometimes he just well most of the time well actually all of the time he just wants to say hi to his 
brother who is away they haven't talked they haven't reconnected in person in a while so he genuinely just wants to say hi man how you doing <laughs> right and the the re- the reception that he gets because his, his his brother you know stepbrother is in i think it's new zealand right so the reception is almost like oh man you better not be asking me for money <laughs> you know so <laughs> like don't even talk about wanting to visit or come here or whatever you know how <laughs> whatever you it know how is you talked about in the first episode how i used to change my phone number like a scammer yeah i remember one of my good friends who works for one of these big tech companies he told me straight up he's like i changed my number to just avoid people asking me for money he's like I oh yeah i have to keep changing my number and i was like that's and wild. you know what i really don't I, I understand. To, to I empathize at some point because, man, have you ever realized that as soon as you get money, family members just start getting sick? Yo, 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 yo. Auntie, what, what is this? Oh, uh, your, your uncle fell and broke his leg. Ah. Oh my gosh. My biggest thing is that Africans pro- Africa problems will never end. You know, sometimes I do nice yeah. things for myself, because even if I know that there's some situation at home that requires me to send money. And I'm just like, you know what, whether I send the money or I don't send the money, they will be okay. Yeah. Africa's problems will never end. Because sometimes at some point you have to draw the line. I like, remember when I was doing a radio, a radio show and I was asking people that, yo, uh, you know, on this issue of black tax... And they were like, and there's one person who, who sent in a text to the station and they're like, my parents actually ask for my payslip like every month. Wow. I know. And sit down and say, okay, this is what you need. This is what we need. And Ooh. I'm like, is this cultural or this is now just borderline abusive? And I think there's a part where parents have this expectation that you'll take care of them but nobody ever talks about the fact that um i'm sorry did i did i ask to be born did i ask to come into the world (laughs) without my consent you brought me here (laughs) you brought me here so you know the decisions that i make now on my own like i will take care of you because you're my family and you are but i will not it should not be at a detriment to myself you know that's that's where it becomes um that's true my next thing is how do we give this to our listener as a survival black tax survival guide what are some things they can do to survive Mm. black tax if they're black if they're latina if they're whatever they are and they have this (laughs) this this uh compulsion to feel the pressure to give back to their family yeah last week it was a recovery toolkit now we're on a black tax survival guide (laughs) i like this Um, we are your official guide we're making these chapters (laughs) (laughs) um i guess you can budget for it um Mm. like it goes without saying you just have to you just have to uh, you just did. practical one is yeah. so um so because i am christian and i give 10 percent of what i make to the church i have decided mm. that my 10 percent is actually five five percent goes to the church five percent i put towards black tax things and i you know i put this mm. money in an account and i invest this money so then i know that when the time comes when somebody comes knocking 
I'm not there like, well, this is not enough money. I'm there like, okay, well, I do have, you know, <laughs> this little bit of money that I put towards things like this coming up. Um, but yeah. one of the things when I graduated university, um, one of my mentors let me know, she said, have definitive things that you give to and things that you don't give to. Be like, you know, I support mm. burials, I support education, I support, have things that you give to, like, so that when other yeah. things come Health. up, you're like, that is not something I support. And I don't, you have to be able to create those boundaries of what it is that you give to and what it is that you don't give to. Because it right. will end. Will, will hit you up and tell you that he's decided he wants to be a fashion blogger. And you're like, Yo. well, <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> hey man that's that's you know that's actually crazy like when, when you say that like because i know like in, in in my family you know like my dad my dad will always give first preference to the breadwinner so the guy who's given the most black tax is ranks up higher like uh you know in the family's hierarchy so i can plan to do like, okay, I want to do this. Or my little brother will say, I want to do this. Or um, we need to get this. You know, my first, my, my, my father's first response is, okay, let's hear what breadwinner X says. You know, let's hear what your brother says. <laughs> it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like with the, with flying, right? They always tell you if anything happens, put on your own oxygen mask first. Make sure that you can live, you can survive you are comfortable it is not detrimental to you before you're giving to somebody else <laughs> all right everybody so now we're going to go into our reason or nonsense segment this is a trivia style segment where i get to ask muku a question or state a phrase to him and he has to decide whether this is reasonable or nonsense so muku are you ready i'm ready let's get it Okay, so last week you spoke a lot about uh, Scandinavia wanting to move to Sweden. So I found you something. So Swedish people are required to have their child's name approved by the Swedish tax agency before the child turns five. Tax agency. (laughs) (laughs) For what reason, Sharon? For what reason? That is not the question. The question is, is this reasonable or nonsense? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm trying to think, like, are they really that frugal and, you know, financially responsible? <laughs> and, <laughs> and they're really big on tax fraud. Like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> you know what? You know what? Look. That's, I don't know how delicately I can put this, but I would say that's the most Swedish thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I believe that's reasonable. That's my answer. Is that your final answer? <laughs> yeah. All right. You are actually right. It is reasonable. So they do require children's name to be approved by the Swedish tax agency. If a parent fails to do so, they can be fined up to 770 USD equivalent. Uh, The law originally was put in place in 1982, and it was reportedly to prevent citizens from using royal names. But the law states the rationale is now that by approving the name, 
the tax agency can protect a child from an offensive or a confusing name. So what kind of names are unacceptable? The tax agency has rejected IKEA yeah. <laughs> due to potential confusion and Allah <laughs> due to potential religious offense. <laughs> However, Google right. and Lego were recently allowed. <laughs> so there's a kid in Sweden Google. called Google and a kid in Sweden called Lego. <laughs> <laughs> but what was it why it makes sense when you say this is the most swedish thing you've heard is that swedes overwhelmingly have a positive view of this attacks so they found that among um government agencies the tax agency had the second best reputation in the country with an 83% approval record no way um second only to the swedish consumer agency so they actually think this 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 um this thing makes sense and they like it so yeah that's that's what's happening in in sweden what i like about 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 this guys is just uh, the, i think the whole scandinavian countries just in in, in general like even in sweden like 80, 86% uh, of swedes like they live they live in cities so it's a fairly uh urban ur- urban country and then there's one Modern. actually yeah one i actually found f- found out about i think it was yeah it's iceland yeah it was it was iceland um when they were they were in the euros the football tournament the euros and we were always wondering man like why does everyone um always have a son uh, at the end of their name right like i'm always like why 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 is that so so the last name of male icelanders um always ends with uh, with son and um mm-hmm. i was i was those i was wondering like why why is that so that's because their naming system um like it isn't the same as as other so they don't use family names in fact they indicate that this person is the first name of their father so <laughs> so if 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 i was icelandic um i would have my first dad's name first name with son at the end as my surname how cool is that but it wouldn't work in zimbabwe yeah it wouldn't work in zimbabwe with names like with names like prudent <laughs> like last and <laughs> and perseverance. Anyways, anyways. Ah, my God. Ah, yeah. Parents. Yeah. So pretty cool. I love. I love Scandinavian people, man. Really cool. Thank you for that. Thank you for Honestly, that. Honestly, if like it's the a little too serious. Governments are listening to this podcast. Like, take us in. Like, 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 please, like, have us. We are pro Scandinavia. Come like, on, please, come on, take us. Yes. <laughs> the last one that I found was that in the I think it was in the seventeen or eighteen hundreds in the UK they had a window tax. So when you were building a house, they would tax how many windows you had. And then, so people obviously naturally started building houses with less windows to the point that it actually yeah. became a health crisis where, like, it became, these houses became unlivable because people didn't want oh, to yeah. pay the window tax. <laughs> like, I'm, tr- I'm just trying to imagine, like, you're going to visit someone and, and they've, like, just, like, one window, like, in the, ho- in the whole house. And so... It's not even like when it's hot. You're like, hey guys, please open the window. It's like open open the window or open that hole by the by the wall. 
that's what you go with um other <laughs> than open your windows totally unacceptable that's rubbish that's absolutely rubbish yeah the first reason or nonsense fact I've ever learned as a kid was the one-child policy, which we learned in history in primary school. Oh, yes. I think in Singapore, they then had, because of the after effects of some of these one-child policies, they've now had to run campaigns for people to actually start producing and having reproducing and having kids so they the make government babies. runs ads <laughs> yes make Check babies local ads. for details <laughs> <laughs> make a kid now while stocks last oh my god <laughs> all right it's we have to terrible. go all right cool we, we have to go um yeah, so, so guys, thank you so much, as always, for listening to Reasonable Nonsense. Uh, we appreciate you. It's the third episode. I think we're fully in the groove now. Uh, do make it a point. Like Sharon said earlier on, we do not take it for granted when you guys listen and take your time to listen for to us for like 45 minutes to an hour just rambling about things and giving advice and whatever, all, all of the things that we do uh, on this podcast. So if you make it a point this week, um, that you share uh, with just one person. One person, just share the podcast with one person in your circle. Uh, hey, man, you can even share it with your crush and be like, hey, I found this podcast really funny. Ha, ha, ha. You know, stop Googling pickup lines. Go share share the podcast. <laughs> stop Googling pickup lines. Share, share the, the podcast. Po- <laughs> share the podcast. Find something to laugh about. Laugh over, you know, uh, Scandinavian facts. Who knows? You know, they might, they might, they might be someone that you could spend the rest of your life with, and not buy you donuts like Sharon's crush. <laughs> with that, this is where we're ending the episode. Thank you so much for listening, guys. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>